I understand everything both of you guys are saying. 100%. I, honestly, it sounds like um, some guy... Okay, I, like, I don't mean to be offensive. <laughs> I don't mean to be offensive at all. But it sounds like some guy found a way to make millions of dollars off of idiots. Because to me, <laughs> I don't give a shit about any of what you just said. All I know is it works. But I don't get I don't get yeah. I don't get yeah. shit about it, right? I actually think a lot of the, you know, the cancel culture and the um the the um censorship stuff. I think actually a lot of that's starting to not go away, but there's there's becoming it's like the free market, right? There's becoming yeah. a different sect of people that are creating a different side of the internet, a different side of culture. So there's mm-hmm. there's more room to be your own person without fear of cancelization. Because a lot of people get cancel- canceled not because they're bad people, but because they're ignorant as to what is right and what's not right. So, like, if mm-hmm. I ask, man, I, I was on Reddit, and this person who was trans said, or I don't know if they were trans or they were looking for a book for their trans friend, but they mm-hmm. said, hey... Is, does anyone know any book that has any like trans inclusion? And I commented, I'm like, I don't know any that that specifically says a character's trans. But wouldn't the goal to be able to read any book and consider yourself that character? Couldn't any book be a trans represented uh, character? Because the point is not mm-hmm. to identify yourself as different, but as the same. And everyone hated me for it. Like I thought that no was way. the goal. Every yo, bro, I got so many, I got so many downvotes. It was ridiculous. No way! I, I what? Wait, wait, hold on. I, but but I thought like and and again, I I'm, when I'm reading books, I, certain books I'm trying to like be in it. Yeah. So yeah, it's yeah, like yeah. you know, like I get what you're saying, but like maybe they thought you were trying to say it in a way of like, nah, man, uh, nah, hey, person, like, no, there, you know, there isn't any of this stuff. Like, we're we're all trying to be neutral here. Maybe they took it at like that. Maybe you know, like in a negative way. I don't know how. I was very. That's wild. <laughs> you were probably like. I didn't, I didn't, I didn't yeah, I was like, like so upset. What? Yeah, I was so upset because I actually told them, I was like, hey, you know what's a good idea is accept that you are, like if you are um, born female, you want to identify as a woman, it's like accept that you, you're a woman and read a book about a woman and just accept that that's you. That would be, that would be the goal. Like if I had a child and they were trans mm-hmm. and they wanted to be a boy, I'd let them read Harry Potter and be like, that's you. Like that's, what the plan is isn't it yeah kind of like eng- get yourself engulfed i i guess you, i guess it's just two different like um like i get what they're I, doing i get it yeah 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 no that, that that's very interesting you you but yeah that's and that's also why like because of stuff like that that's where i'm like you know this cancel culture you know kind of again it, it keeps you kind of it gives you a little anxiety every time you're like do i say something you know and that's why yeah. probably a lot of people just don't post don't you know comments in or Things like that. So <clears throat> let's break away from this a little bit because I want to talk. I want to talk about some other things. You um, so w- is it first or second generation? Technically speaking, I guess we are the first generation because, like, we are the first ones to be born here. Okay. So my parents are the immigrants, and then I'm the first gen. So at least this is how I've been viewing it lately. Before I used to, you know, I'm not gonna lie, I probably was incorrect. I used to say I was the second gen, and I don't know if that was correct or not. But you know, yeah. somebody explained it to me, and I'm going, you know, that makes a lot of sense. One of my other friends whose parents also immigrated here was saying, yeah, I'm a first gen. So I was like, okay, yeah, maybe it is acceptable, but maybe I should look it up. 
before I started, you know. First gen sounds right, though, because, like, yeah. That's what I'm thinking, You were yeah. the first generation to be born and raised. Your parents weren't born and raised, you know? Right, right, right. So, yeah, I am a first gen. What do you think? What do you think the benefit is to retaining <clears throat> your ancestry, like your culture? Like even if you have have never, like I've never experienced actual <clears throat> Italian or Irish culture. Um, it's interesting, but I have no like drive to learn about it because huh? like I'm like what the you know seventh generation immigrant. So yeah, at this point you're matter. like you know I'm kind of like everything, so it's like at this yeah. point it's like yeah, it, it doesn't even it doesn't even matter. Anymore. Um, so okay, th- there's a couple things now. When I was when I was when I first started, when I was like really getting into science, uh, like medicine, I came across an article that was talking about how if you learn another language, your 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 synapses develop differently. Um, I guess you're able to, like, it, it just improves cognitive ability, cognitive function. So that's kind of like one of the like my I know my parents used to say that stuff like oh you, you know you got to make sure you up upkeep with it learn it you know because because like it just overall helps you you know helps you understand complex things i'm not gonna lie it kind of gave me a speech impediment growing up because i yeah yeah it's a funny story i used to go to daycare while my parents were working so i'd go to daycare they're speaking english to me but i'm so young i'd come home and learn korean so i would stutter Ooh, that's rough yeah yeah but but i got over it and now i like to think um it's gone you know i feel like i speak I, pretty I, proper I, I, can't, I can't tell anything <laughs> but yeah the benefits really i think okay i think over time it's gonna get diluted it's gonna get less and less and less i think over time unless you know my kids or you know my kids or my grandkids have a genuine interest you know like maybe i do in it but over time as like you just stop being around it yeah. Like right now, I'm ha- like I'm lucky enough where I have a lot of other first gens and I have a lot of immigrants. You know, like even today, this morning, I played. You know, I play on a Korean soccer team. So these guys are all, they all immigrated here. So I speak Korean to them. Oh, that's cool. Um, so it, it just it it would help, I guess, just and especially for today, it kind of gives you a, a different perspective. You know, it just helps you, um, have have a greater understanding for the world that makes sense and you just again just different perspective you're seeing different things and so that's why i would think culture would help to have you know oh yeah 100 percent. yeah no i get it so uh, it, it, again i think it's very subjective it, some of my peers might be like that's yeah, whatever it is what it is but for me i'm like and i kind of want to maintain it i want to make sure like as i'm getting older i'm realizing i'm asking my parents more about like you know hey what do we do for this? What do we do for this holiday? What do we do for that? Like, is there a special tradition? You, you know, and and I'm get, catching myself wanting to learn more about it so I can retain it. That's one of the things with, um, <clears throat> you know, kind of bringing, you know, cancel culture into this, um, back into this and um, all that stuff is that a lot of people attribute, you know, our differences to mm-hmm. um, like, whether it's our skin color, the way we dress or, um, you know, the way we style our hair or, you know, the, the parents that we're around, but it's a, it's a little bit deeper than just appearances. It's culture, right? So it's, it, I hate that prejudice is based off of surface level things when really, if you want to find any differences, it should be in culture. And if you find a difference in culture, the way around, you know, making that difference, you know, not making that difference like a detriment to your uh, relationship with that person is to understand that culture. Like, okay, so 
Did you watch uh, Shang-Chi? Yeah, I didn't. There was an awesome part, part in Shang-Chi, which was so simple. When at the apartment, they made every character take off their shoes before they walk inside. That is oh, such yeah. a simple cultural thing that I'm like, that's cool. Because, like, Irish people wouldn't know that. But, like, Italians wouldn't. Like, we don't know. Like, we're like a 10th generation American wouldn't know that. So that's like a little small thing that's cool. So next time you go into like, you know, whether it's a Chinese person's uh, house or any other culture that uh, you make sure you don't take your shoes off, you, uh, you're kind of, it's kind of normalized. And the reason why I bring that up is because I can't stand when people attribute, you know, negative political things to race when anything that's negative or positive has to do with, you know, the way they are raised and their culture. And that's why I always say, the only way to raise a better future is to raise better children. And um, to make sure we are raising a better future, our mm-hmm. American culture is, I guess, welcoming to other cultures instead of those people that, like, push them away. So for you to learn your culture, um, mm-hmm. but also be ready to be, like, more Americanized and more, you know, ready for your children and your grandchildren to have their own culture, I think that's a positive way of moving forward. You understand what I'm saying? Yeah, no, 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 totally, totally. And, you know, I've, I've, you know, I've, I've had discussions like this with my friends, you know, uh, you know, with my, you know, African American friends, with my other, you know, Korean, and some of my other Asian friends, even, you know, some of my, you know, white friends as well. And, you know, the, it's funny, I know, like you just said, you know, we attribute our, our upbringing to our, to the positives, and then we attribute like race and things like that to the negatives. Yeah. And honestly, it's, it, it, it's because they have nothing better to do. Like, like, oh, sorry, not better to do. They have nothing better to say. Like, it, it's because at that point, like, maybe economically, you guys yes. are the same. And so the only thing they can do is be like, oh, you're shorter than me. Aha, uh-huh, you're, you know, oh, you, smaller eyes. You know, it's like, there's, it, it's just, it's petty. And so, like, it, it is what it is. You know, let them talk that it is what it is. Cause it's like, at this point, then you got to understand their perspective then is like, they just have nothing else to fight with. So they're just going to come after it. Okay, cool. You know, right. it's, it's yeah. Go ahead. No, I'm just saying it, it's it's just so funny because like I've asked because my friends have been like, you know, doesn't that doesn't this stuff bother you? I'm like, yeah, not as much because you know at that point that's how insecure they've got because there's nothing else to fight with then. Okay, you're gonna come out. Okay, cool. It's just so Six annoying and- that. Yeah, what were you going to say? The thing we talked Sticks about. Stones, yeah. Sticks and stones, bro. Sticks and stones. So I'm, for yeah. everyone, everyone listening. Uh, we had a conversation before we recorded, like a, like a week ago, and I asked him a question. I said, "Okay, so what's, what do you believe is more accurate? Sticks and stones may break my bones, but words will never hurt me, or is the pen mightier than the sword?" And the reason why I uh, put those two questions together is because if you're someone that thinks thinks that uh, words have no power because you know only sticks and stones will hurt you, and and you're you're better than the words people can say to you. Okay, cool. Then what about the uh, pen is mighty the sword? Whereas words and history and speech moves the way culture, uh, or sorry, changes the way culture moves. Like there's those two conflicting ideas, and it's kind of hard to mm-hmm. answer. And what did you say your answer was for present day? I said it changed. We grew up with the sticks and stones mentality because really that connection wasn't there. I mean, okay, like, let's be honest. Let's be honest. You were chatting through aim, but you didn't see the person's face. You didn't know what they look like. You didn't know what they do. Like you don't have this entire Instagram profile of posts to come to combat them with. And so, 
you know, I say it sticks in stones then. And so that's why people like us, like if you look at people our age, we're more or less like, like, yeah, like this is really messed up and people shouldn't be doing it. But, and then at the same time, it's like, yeah, but like, you know, we're a little bit more about the sticks and stones, but people who came in with all the social media where your connection con, you know, DM, like I I work with a, um, I work in a startup and there's a 20 year old this kid is like, I've never done sales. I'm like, yeah, have you seen how you DM people? I'm like, I've done sales and I still don't have that. I'm like, these guys, they're, they're, they're bred in a different phase of life of society. And so like today, yeah, I think the pen is mightier than the sword because people can't, people are going to read it ultimately. Like back then, what were you, you had to see it in the newspaper or something. You had to see it on TV. You know, maybe you had to, maybe you could see it on online, an article, but like, now it's on our phones. It's everywhere on our iPads, on our laptops, on TV. You know, it's, it's, it's a pop-up. Like you get, ev- you get it everywhere, you know? So now today you could make, have your impact with that pen and those words. Yeah. That's like super 1984 where it's like the pen is mightier <laughs> than the sword. It's like what we tell you, that's how it is. And yeah, people are so invested in social media and so invested in their technology and the people around them that, what they say truly influences their life. And I'm not saying that's good. I'm not saying that they don't have any kind of control over that, but they allow the influence of others to influence their life. Um, and when I say allow, that's like a, like a, a lowercase a, because it's very hard to change your percept- perception on, oh, yeah. on things. It's super hard. You know, people will say this, and to an extent, I, I agree. People will say, um, and this is a, this is a big a philosophical thing where it's like you don't people can't make you feel a certain way it's your reaction to the words they use that make you feel that way but then i'd say yes but you've paved the way to my sorrow meaning you've made it easier for me, me to make those decisions is that still on me yeah it's still on me because at the end of the day i have the final decision um and unless you physically act upon me you can't actually cause me pain but you definitely haven't helped it you understand yeah and so actually something about that does um there there i i agree and then there's a there's like a a small percentage that disagrees and i'll explain why okay part of me like obviously knowing who you are like this is a constant day-by-day battle like you know you're constantly finding yourself and you're changing yourself you're trying to make yourself better right and so to say or to claim i know myself so like whatever you say isn't going to hurt me is kind of bs you know I mean, as much as people are strong, there are things that you can really get touchy about and they will get emotional about it. They can, you know, you can get an an emotional response from them. And I'm saying that like, the more you know yourself and the more confidence you have in yourself, the harder it is to knock you down because ultimately, ultimately you just know that's not true then because you know what you can do, you know who you are. So, you know, that's why I have that small percentage that, you know, disagrees, but no, ultimately though, like you know, in a real world scenario, like everyone's going through stuff. Everybody has problems. So like, you know, the, the best thing to do is not say th- dumb things or do something that's going to just get you clocked in the face, you know, ultimately or, or yeah, cancel or something, yeah. you know, just be a good person and just kind of go about your day. We, especially in America society and in the areas that are affluent, dude, we have it really good here. We have it really good. There's no reason to be causing people issues and stuff. Just we, it's hard enough to live life as is with all these distractions in the world. You know, kind of chop, chop. You know, get on your stuff. Just quit worrying about others. You know. Yeah. The way I kind of view it. The the people that say they 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 hate America are often the people who can't live anywhere else. 
I mean, I'm I, okay. Look, I, I studied abroad in Rome, so in, in some it. ways, hey, I'm a more Ita- I'm more Italian than you. No, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. <laughs> <laughs> no, you probably are. Genetically, I'm probably like eighty percent Irish, honestly. I, you know, I, I never know. Like, uh, my friends who are from Europe, <laughs> uh, they're like, I am Italian, but uh, yeah, I'm kind of like everything though. Like, do I look Italian? <laughs> I don't look Italian. Look at me. I fucking no. Nah, that with that beard and with your and hat, with my oh, stupid man, fucking you, hat. Yeah, yeah, just put it. Just get an accent, dude. They no one would question. Yeah, I can't Irish, do that. No, no one would. No one would question. <laughs> so, 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 what were you saying? What were you saying? Yeah, no. So I studied abroad, and basically, like. <laughs> I have friends who were like, you know, I'm trying, I, I want to leave this country. This country sucks, you know, whatever. And I'm like, I don't know if you know this, man. I studied abroad and it's not like I got like, saw I saw everything. It's not that. It's just that I know how much easier it is in America. I'm Korean. I've been to Korea. You know, I, I've been around, uh, I've been around, you know, Europe as well. I, I talked to a lot of locals, you know, that was one of the things I really wanted to experience mm. that culture. So I didn't want to do as much of the touristy stuff once to get to know the locals and what they would do. And I talked to a lot of them. I, I remember I was in, I remember I was in, uh, I was in Romania and, and, and our, our guide, he was talking about, uh, he was like, he's like, why do you Americans complain about tax? I'm like, taxes are high, man. He goes, nice. We're like 60% here. What are you talking about? He goes, communism time. I get anything. We don't get anything. He goes, ask my grandfather, you know, he was a slave to system. So, you know, they go, you know, my dream would be to go to America because then I can do whatever I want. That That's what they literally view it as. Yeah. Like, like, and now as things are getting better, you know, more money, you know, times are getting better, you know, obviously the countries are getting better, but dude, still like in America and stuff, like you can go through a lot of hardships. You can bankrupt five times, still have your own business, still have a home, still have everything good credit at the end of the day you know what i mean like this is a place where like you can fail and still come back you fail in korea like there's a reason why squid games and like all these like like these popular movies came out and tv shows came out because they're trying to kind of explain the system and and i'm not going to make claims here i'm just saying brother you can't Mm. file bankruptcy in korea and act like you're just gonna walk right back and say hey can i apply for a credit card can i get a car no this is why they have loan sharks it's it's why they get into that because nobody's accepting and it's done like having having what you have today that's a privilege and like technically speaking you know like like it's a privilege to have credit cards and things like that so it's like you mess that up in any other country you don't bounce back bro here you can bounce back you know, Here I you never, yeah, back. I never thought about it that way. You know, I'm like, I, cause I've never lived anywhere else but this country. Um, mm-hmm. And I've actually never, I've never had the opportunity to travel outside of the country. Mm-hmm. Um, so I was never able, you know, to speak to anyone or anything else. Uh, the only, the, the, the only time I've ever experienced any culture other than mine is on this show. So I guess that's, mm-hmm. you know, a good thing. But yeah, I, bouncing back, I never, like, I've never you really got to think about it, you know. I know, I know that, you know, people say, you know, Americans like to be like when I was upsetting abroad, like people used to say Americans love to be like the center of attention, yada, yada. I get it. But technically speaking, World Counter does revolve around America at the end of the day. Right now stock market cra- right Well, now I mean, if our stock does. market crashes, it's going to, then everybody else crashes, you know, 07, 08, that tanked the world. It didn't just tank us, you know, like yep. you, you got to put into perspective, we consume while others while others export we import you know we are a consuming economy you know and, and and so like we have it really well here and and again you can bounce back so like me, i'm me, pre- yeah 
let, I want to ask you some questions that I have no business mm-hmm. asking you then. Oh, yeah, um, yeah, go ahead. <laughs> you no, know, one of the reasons why, to, to my knowledge, so anyone out there mm-hmm. listening, uh, if you're going to get angry at me, at least be kind when you do it. Uh, <laughs> to my knowledge, the reason why America is number one, right? And it, there's a lot of reasons. But, you know, after World War II, the rest of the world was destroyed, and it gave us a chance to really build. And then because we owned, like, all the oil, or, or, or confiscated a lot of the oil, we got to basically make other people buy the oil only with our money. And that mm-hmm. made our dollar worth a lot of money. So everyone had to buy uh, oil with our money. Everyone started learning English because we basically ran the world. Um, so we are, uh, although I, th- I think legally we don't call ourselves this, we are an empire. And yeah, yeah. with with you know the World War Three stuff going on right now with like Russia and China and I think India might be involved with some shit. I don't know. But with all that stuff happening right now, with Russia trying to make the European Union buy oil with their oil with uh, rubles. Um, China is like buddy buddy with Russia. All that stuff. If yep. this big thing, if this a big World War Three breaks out, there's a very high chance that because a lot of people look at World War Two and think, oh no, sh- obviously America won. Look at us. We didn't fucking know. We were all scared. We didn't know we were gonna win, but we're go- so we're going into World War Three, and we're all scared right now because it's true. We don't know if we would. Win. I'm not saying World War Three would happen, but if anything like that does happen, America is not going to be top dog anymore. Most likely, it'll be China. But the reason why it's not already China is because, like you said, we consume, and so we import and they export. China exports so much stuff that they rely on America to survive because we buy so much shit. So it's a very mm-hmm. delicate balance right now. So question, right? What do you think is the most likely outcome in this culture war kind of thing? Do you think, like, America can continue consuming the way it does? Or does something have to change? Um, I mean, that's why this whole Web3 stuff is happening. Um, <laughs> you know, distrust. I, I, look, I'm, I'm not really trying to get into, like, that whole side. But, you know, there's a lot of distrust with the government. There's a lot of distrust, you know, in the politicians. You know, there, there's, like, all this distrust going around. And, you know, the Web3 made a perfect slide slide in. Like, they, they, they came right in. They're talking about decentralization. You know, it, it, it's, it's already happening. What's already changing, it's already morphing towards it. I mean, look at how quickly the content between people like Gary Vee and why well, just let's just say Gary Vee and alike, look how quickly their content and stuff changed up. They're gung ho into Web three. You know, can you explain already, Web three to me? I'm not even you know I'm not even hundred percent sure on it. You know, um, to my knowledge, it, it, it's 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 blockchain and it's crypto. Here, like that, get, that's uh, what Web three is. I'm yeah, get, why don't you? Yeah, yeah can you up. get me a yeah? Please look it up for me because uh, I I hear it a lot. Um, but yeah, anyway, my point is it is changing. Like it's already changed. I mean, TikTok changed it. TikTok changed how we consume content, you know? I mean, it's already changing. It's already changing. Um, in terms of your, the cultural stuff, this is a, this is a roadblock that was inevitably going to happen because we're bumping heads. I mean, you've got people who have an ego and pride who want to, you know, kind of, I don't want to say it, but like, you know, they just want to, you know, who who wants, who has the bigger dick they want to do that. They they want to do it. And like, it's just what they're doing. I mean, like people want to flex their riches and their success. Like it's just bound to happen. And 
it's a natural flow. I think if you ask, I think there's a video from Gary Vee a long time ago, and he, he talks about like the internet phenomenon, social media. He's, he's talking about like the social media phenomenon is right now, or you know, it's happening, and we're in the middle of this. What does he mean you when know, he says he, that? The internet phenomenon. <clears throat> everybody was like, oh, you know, like, um, they were very, what's the word, um, cautious about you know the internet they're like what is this like, that's stupid you, you know that and like the social media and web3 and this is kind of what it is people you know people are saying oh nfts are stupid and what and then i see them two months later and they're buying nfts you know like it, this is already happening um and and i think all that again all that culture stuff that we're hitting all the political and you know stuff that we're seeing all the all the the, the news out there and all the you know the current events occurring i think these are things that are just bound to happen with the way we have access to these platforms. I mean, you've got 10 year olds who are on phone, like, you know, like uh, innocence, you know, in, in children and stuff, oh, like, like, like bro, children being innocent. I talk bro, about like, that all the time, man. 10 years old, kids have cell phones. They have, they're on access. We're like Instagram the same person, by the way, asshole. Oh, come on. We're like the oh, same exact person. I, I literally <laughs> talk about everything you're saying. I like, to, like, well, there's not an hour go by where, my, where I'm not talking to somebody about this shit. <laughs> I mean, dude, I'm not going to lie. It is a heavy topic. This is like a, it's a heavy topic, you know? Like, well, uh, it comes I, Real quick, I, I, I want to read the definition for Web3 before you continue. Oh, yeah, please, please. Um, Educate me. I don't know, like, this is it probably should be definitely Web3, also known as Web3.0 and sometimes stylized as Web3, is an idea for a new iteration of the World Wide Web based on blockchain technology, which incorporates concepts such as decentralization and token-based economics. Uh, the problem... I have is people always say decentralization um but i don't really know what that means because i thought that meant that like okay i think it means like no one could control one person can't control it yeah so okay when you have like when you make a login through facebook when you make a facebook account or you're an ig and you're like up and you like a girl's photo or you know you 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 save a video and all that, that's all data that's being tracked instagram or facebook or you know Dick sporting goods, you know, because you just, you know, added a bunch of stuff to your cart and then deselect, you know, de removed them and whatnot, right? All that is tracked and then they own it. They house or, or they off shoot it to, you know, a third party, you know, hub that will control yeah. it. What this whole decentralization means, again, like you're saying, nobody owns it. Nobody can access but, it other than you. But that's not, cause that, okay, that might be what they're aiming for, but because of, uh, like cryptocurrencies, that used to be the reason why crypto became so popular in the first place is because criminals were using it to buy things on the black market, and that's what mm -hmm. drove up the price of Bitcoin because all these criminals bought more because they needed to use it to buy illegal things. And then eventually, once it got really popular, the government got involved, and now the government could see everything. So when they say decentralized, I think that just makes it easier for governments to see everything you're doing because it's on the blockchain. The blockchain never goes away. Whereas if you have and I'm an idiot. Ah, so. I, I see what you're saying. It exactly. is a, it, 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 they won't have roadblocks or legality issues yeah, per se. Yeah. Just need to get the access into it. I, I see what you're saying. Yeah, yeah. I see in, what you're in saying. A, in, a, in a world where you want freedom, like if, like the whole idea with like the American Constitution thing, right? Is that like, if need be, we will do whatever it takes, whether it's through, you know, words or violence to make sure our children are more free than us ourselves, right? We want to make sure we keep this country as, you know, lowercase p, perfect as possible. Um, so that's like why people, you know, you, you own a gun to defend your home and family, but at the end of the day, it's there mm -hmm. to, to defend yourself from uh, foreign and domestic tyranny, right? Or uh, terrorism. 
that's what it's there for. So with this blockchain stuff, everyone's like, oh yeah, do do get the crypto and in, in, in the blockchain and NFTs, which I'm not like, I'm okay with all of it, all of it really. But like when people like push it because they claim it's going to make us, uh, give us a better world, I actually disagree a little bit. But I'm disagreeing based on nothing but my emotions. Like I'm, I don't know what I'm talking about. To me, I look at and obviously this is probably because out of ignorance, maybe to be honest, because I, I, I just don't know Web three like that. But like this is like Discover, this is like Amex popping up against Visa and Mastercard years, you know, like a decade ago. Oh, we don't take Amex. Oh, we don't take Amex. Oh, we don't take Amex. And I don't, mm. and I would, never thought people would take Amex. Now everybody take now now Amex is the best. It is one of the top. It's always accepted anywhere from here to Mexico to 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 Budapest. Like like you know, to me, I just feel like the hype came out really big, and you know, especially now that the information's there, you can read up all about it. But I, I, I'm I'm curious to see how it'll be the next few years because you know nobody wanted to download McDonald's app at first okay until they started pumping free stuff towards it you know like i just feel like it's just another set like it's just going to be another platform um and again i'm probably talking out of pure ignorance because i'm sure somebody else is probably like oh no 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 this is definitely not that you know and again this is just my viewpoint and that's i don't want to get too much into because it's like i i just don't know enough but i could actually i could actually i might be able to call somebody that knows if you want He's uh he's been yeah. he's been on an episode before and he has six uh, k mm-hmm. subscribers on YouTube, um and he talk and he's 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 an NFT YouTuber, but mm-hmm. he's, he's someone that would know this. I'll text him and see what he says, but we'll keep going. Um, yeah, yeah, please. I would be curious to see what a guy like him would think about that because I, I I'd like to fact check myself, you know, if I could. Which um, I mean, I totally could. But. So I wanna I wanna segue back into what you're saying before about the innocence of children, and I'm gonna let you say what you're gonna say, but I want to relate it to the the Web three stuff because you know everything has a drawback, and with the internet, with technology, with with iPhones, like smartphones and stuff, you see the one of the drawbacks could be okay, children were never meant to grow up with this and all this, you know being inundated with nonstop a lot of stuff or like fuck or internet porn like people this is so unhealthy it's so bad for everybody and the the stress of being better looking or the the stress of uh being at that party or or having these accomplishments mm-hmm. like kids are so are, are experiencing so much shit so that's a drawback of technology and the internet but obviously it helps us in a lot of ways what's going to be a drawback to stuff uh-huh. like web3 and the blockchain the so i don't think i understand what you're getting at okay but i don't think it's directly correlated correlated i think it's more marketing man i think Explain. it's more mar- modern day marketing because i was just explaining this to my parents because you know for dry cleaners i'm you know you know i'm basically we're basically trying to make a decision whether we want to push further into it or not and you know and i was just, I was just explaining to them like you know, the difference between the marketing you guys were used to is, you know, you you just want to spread the awareness, you know, go to the door to door, get the coupons, you know, and just kind of do it that way. There wasn't a digital aspect to it. But in today with digital, it's push notifications. They can push it to your phone and notify you. You know, basically, 
if you like, you know, if you're not going to Cancun for spring break, you know, you're missing out. You're not yeah. part of the cool kids club. You know, like that's what they're saying. And and like this is that marketing. I'm I, I really don't think the platforms themselves are that bad. I, I really just think we're you're getting engulfed in the market. Like you need to be living this way. You need to be doing it this way. You know, like I don't I don't know if you have this, you know, do, do you have like I have friends who live great lives and they're still unhappy. Yeah. Like I would, I would switch. I would switch. I would trade places any day of the week, you know, and not to say that I would, it's there's, and I'm talking specifically like they're in a better circumstance than I am for life to, to, to take on life. They're in a much better circumstance. They're telling me. And again, I know them. They'll tell me they're depressed still and they got other stuff going on. And I'm like, you know, like, yeah. And again, yeah. and I, and you break it down. I can play a game of like asking you the 10 whys, the five whys and breaking down, you know, like, Hey, so why is it this? And why is it that? And we can get down to that nitty gritty and figure out what the real issue is. And I can almost guarantee you um, it's more than likely because of like a certain, a certain vision or image you've been given that you kind of wanted to stick by. And if you don't, you might feel lesser of a per, you know, like, like there's, I'm telling you, there is something because like, I understand what you're saying. I know where you're, I know, you know where you're going. I definitely do. That's another, it's bringing back the, you know, the whole culture thing, yeah. you know? Yeah. And, and, oh, and then here's the thing. And again, I bring back this push notification day, like era that we live in because everybody has a cell phone. Everybody has some sort of device that can get a push notification. Dude, growing up, I mean, and, and this is for another conversation for another time, but growing up, you know, like there wasn't, that constant need to be, I don't know, like posting on my social media yeah. or doing something. There was no constant need for it. Like if anything, you didn't know enough of what was going on. Yeah, and that's yeah. why you were like, you know what, if I'm like, that's why if somebody else was dressed better than me, I was just like, Oh, cool. Like maybe they got, maybe they got the GQ subscription and I didn't, I don't know, you know, like, and today you can Google and you can find everything. You see what I'm saying? Like, I don't necessarily think it's, it's the content out there. I just think it's how the content gets to us. So do you, it's, so it's, you it's think, much easier. So it's you, around every day. You think it's it's essentially our fault for making us feel the way we do, right? Oh, 100%, 100%. I, 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 I 100%. All right. Like, so, yeah. Because I think I actually told you this. I'm, I'm in the middle of – well, I finished writing an essay, and I'm making mm -hmm. it into a video essay for this channel. Um, yeah. And and it's, it's, it's a lot of work, so it's a lot of editing. So anyone that's listening, it'll, it'll be some time. But one of the observations or things I talk about, my, my thesis – Right is and I think I definitely think I told you this. Um, is that do you remember in 2021 there was a, a 22 year old boy who quit his six figure job to drive three states away to sneak illegally backstage into like a Logan Paul concert thing? Oh yeah, yeah, I remember that. I remember that. Yeah, I remember yeah. That guy. And and he asked for a handout. He asked for a job or whatever. He wanted something and. Oh, by the way, uh, the guy's going to call us in five minutes. Anyway, oh, um, so he said, oh, give me a job. Like, I want something, whatever. My thesis is why Why would he do that? What What drove him to do that? And it's because he was unhappy with a life that most people would have killed for. And the reason why he was unhappy with that, li with that life, and this is like, it basically takes me 50 minutes to explain this one point, is that the world around him has made him feel like those accomplishments aren't large enough. Like, he was capable of having a family, having a house, 
having an enjoyable life, being able to, to go out when he pleased, buy things that he'd like if he, if he likes to consume. Or he can be a creator. He can uh, start working on wood or be a painter. He can do whatever he wants, but it wasn't good enough because the culture he's consumed has painted a picture that you need to be grand. You need to be on that camera. You need to be famous. You need to be so rich that people talk about it. Like he... This is my perception. Perception. He wasn't good enough for himself, and a lot of people are feeling that way because of the content they consume. You understand what I'm putting down? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I yeah, I do. Um, hundred percent. I I agree. Uh, the other thing with this guy though was that we also live in a culture today, um, where like he literally got. I don't know if he got. Did he? Correct me. Did he get shit? For that video where he was like crying or whatever, or did he get did he get a lot of support? like empathy? I think empathy. probably probably a little look like, when I he definitely got shit for it. Definitely got shit for it. But the, the way my yeah. essay goes is, I actually feel bad for him because he's he's gone so far off that he feels this way at all. But he's definitely he definitely got shit for it. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I mean, look. I mean, he's bound to get shit for it because like kind of Logan shit on him at the end of the day too. So like, but you know, I don't think. I agree, right? And and I agree exactly with what you're saying. Like something has pushed him to to think that whatever he's doing isn't enough. Now maybe it is personal reasons. At the end of the day, you never know. It could have just been personal reasons that he wanted to be out there. I don't know the full story of the guy, so maybe there's something that you know that I don't. Um, but again, I, I, sometimes it could be personal reasons too. You know, just whatever you push yourself into. Like for an example, had I done everything right and I did, you know, I kept maintained like a three five GPA in college. You know, my in my business school and you know, and I continued on. I probably could have just landed a nice consulting job, big four, and then I could have just by now could have been like a senior consultant or whatever, been making you know hundred, you know, twenty thirty k, live in the city. You know, I could have done it. Do you think I might have enjoyed it? Maybe, maybe, because, you know, it's a nice lifestyle. Maybe I would have had a, you know, girlfriend, you know, I'd be more independent, you know, maybe, maybe. But I didn't, right? And although that could have been, you know, and again, I couldn't have been happy doing it. I never know because I never got there. But that, that that is also a thing too. He could have been pushed down a rabbit hole. He didn't want to go down. Yeah. It's, and then like well, ended up just being there too. That's the whole other thing, right? Where it's, you know, the the person, like the way my life is going, like some pretty big decisions are going to have to be made soon, like about what to do when and when to do it. And mm-hmm. I don't know which philosopher it was, but one of his main points about life, right? One of the reasons why he says like life is so difficult is because, and I talk about this a lot in the essay about how what makes life so difficult for humans is that we're conscious, right? And I've said this before to my viewers is that the tragedy, right? And I think I said this to you, is not that, you know, children die a horrible death. The tragedy is that we're conscious enough to realize it's happening at all. Human consciousness is a tragedy. So people like that are young, people like the kid we were just speaking about, he is conscious enough to know that, to, to, to allow himself to be happy, to know that he's got it better than other people. But the louder voice inside of our heads tells us what we're missing out on. And that I sucks. see, I see, because yes, I do remember him saying, you know, I do understand, like, you know, some other people could, would trade places with me any day of the week, you know, where I, what he was doing. I, I, I exactly. remember that. I remember like that stuff, but then something that was telling him, dude, whatever you're doing isn't going to, and that's actually, that was a constant challenge I went through every day, every day, because I see, you know, I'll go on LinkedIn, man, my friend's a senior manager. I'm like, man, there's only like 
two, three years into the job. Holy crap. That that's pretty good. He's, a, he's, he's at a senior level already. Wow. You know, and, and I'm out here and I'm just like, Oh man, I'm still at entry or I, yeah. maybe at that, maybe at that point I was pushing my startup. So like I was making no money, spending money and then like not being able to go anywhere, you know, like when I ended ultimately closed my startup and it was time to kind of, you know, call it quits, dude, there was times where I'd be like, what did I do? You know, like, like, like I felt, I felt like, oh man, maybe I should have just studied harder and just gotten that, you know, three, five and just gone that route. You know, I, I started questioning wild things because I was just so unsure. And then at one point I turned around and said, you know what, that was something I needed to do. That was it. And like, now I'm better for it. And that, you know, now I'm, I'm at a better place and I'm not telling myself stupid things, but you know, like at times, maybe like, maybe he, maybe his job was like shifty maybe he wasn't maybe he was maybe scared of getting fired or something and that made him think differently maybe there was you know and and that's why that's why i just say like there are things that sometimes like you just kind of get cornered into and then you start thinking already but you know brain's very powerful you know muscle muscle right yeah organ you can say organ organ yeah you know it, it it can do crazy things when you are cornered when you or when you feel that you're cornered you may not be but when you feel that way you'll start telling yourself crazy things you know that that's all i'm getting at you know so and the fact that we're people like we get to that point even though we're not at that point that's another issue in itself you know so whether it is marketing or whatever well so then let me bring it back again to the new evolution of of you know technology internet nft stuff in you know that guy may have felt that way for all the reasons you said, you know, all the reasons I said, you know, you know, looking at the world around you, like I just said, you can, you can see what you're missing out on, but you can see what you're, you have better, whatever. I feel like I, when people, (laughs) so the co-host to my drinking game movie podcast would always make fun of me for saying that I would actually like to have grown up like a hundred years ago. Now, obviously I could only say that, with the brain I have right now, because right now I know what the differences would be. But if I was born 100 years ago, I would have said, man, I wish I was born 100 years later, like in the future. Oh, my God. This is so ironic you're bringing it up. I, I, when I, I was having um, – when I helped my buddy record um, – our, our, well, I guess it's our podcast, you know, that we're recording that we're building up right now. Um, and one of the episodes yesterday was about, like, our parents' perspective right like the parents perspective on to like how we viewed them and like you know stuff like you know what they wanted you to do because we're talking from like an asian midwest perspective so it's like our parents want us to be doctors and things like that so it's like we're talking about you know those we're hitting those points and i basically told him if you were to ask me what i viewed my you know let's say my mother's concerns for me like you know improving my life at 20 or in high school, I would take it at na- as as nagging. At 22, still probably naggy, but I'd kind of you know sympathize a little bit or empathize a little bit. Today, oh, these aren't na- this isn't nagging at all. These are concerns, and I need to be hearing her out. You know, you know what I mean. Mm-hmm. So like, I I totally get what you're saying. Totally get what so, you're saying. So okay, that. cool, good. So, but when I when so when I do that, I say. Okay, so these people, like this kid, is unhappy with his life. A lot of people are, are really upset, even though they live in the like the mo- the richest country in the world. Um, and it's because of knowing what you're missing out on, still being in pain, knowing that you'll never be the greatest. Like there's, these are 
although these things seem petty, they do weigh down on human brains. Like they do. We're ju- we're only human. So I I look at the you know the Web three, the NFTs, you know the crypto, the virtual reality, and I don't want myself or my children to be socially dependent on virtual life. I don't want that. That's why when I look in the past, like 100 years ago, I'm like, I would, even though I might have died at 38 years old from getting gangrene, I would have rathered grow. <laughs> no, honestly, right? So I, messed up. <laughs> no, but no, but like, I would have rathered, because I'm not 38 yet, so I'm still giving it my, me some time. I would have yeah. rathered grow up, you know, running around the woods, cleaning water with um, a barrel and like washing clothes on a, uh, or drying clothes on a clothesline just being maybe not like i'd say like 200 years ago like before technology i would love to be raised mm-hmm. and live in a world without technology where i don't have have to worry about going hiking when the wind's blowing east because if it blows east i could hear all the traffic i don't want that i want a, a natural world but because we're not living in a natural world and we'll never get that yeah. natural world back we have to adapt to what mm-hmm. these big big influencers want these big you know the the rich people the politicians and the influencers we have to adapt to what what the the world they want and you can't adapt to the world you want so when i see the way the world's going i'm not scared well maybe a little bit but i'm not scared i'm just upset because i already am unhappy with the future Mm -hmm. i don't think i'm gonna like it getting any closer to the future you know yeah no no i i totally get that um Wow, that's very interesting. That's very interesting to think about. Um, because if if I'm gonna if I'm gonna die anyway, like assuming they don't figure out a way to make you live forever, or if they don't figure out if heaven does or does not exist, assuming I'm going to die, I'd rather die happy than die miserable. Right. Right. So my. my so my uh, one of my teammates on on the team. He, he's he's older. He's um. Uh, He's in his 40s. And one of the things that he told, he was kind of like telling the younger guys, you know, who don't have kids, he was like, yeah, you know, the thing about this technology, because like that, this actually came up, the whole technology with kids came up. And he really said, you know, it's really the decision on you, like you as the parent have to decide. So like you are ultimately going to have to, like you're the one that will help. Okay, like uh, what I'm trying to say is you will ultimately be the one that will help gauge like your, your, your the future of your kids, like whether or not technology will be socially dependent or, or, or not. Because like he told me, oh, yeah, I just cut that stuff out. My, my kid is not like there's no leapfrog, none of that stuff. There's no iPad. There's no iPhone. This kid wants to eat at the dinner table. He's going to look at me and tell me about his day, you know, look at and that's his decision. And like he's he's sticking by it. My cousin. um they you know i this this kid's four years old buying g- game apps like through the app store on his ipad i'm like what holy crap <laughs> like do you know what you're doing oh yeah yeah, yeah i know what i'm doing and, and like that's a decision you know decision they made you know and and, and it's not that this that's going to be like him being socially dependent you know they just took away the technology portion but ultimately that'll be like your it'll be in your control to make sure like whether or not and, and you got to educate him dude like, i think the biggest thing with our like parents and i think the biggest thing the reason why we have a lot of issues with like the vanity metrics and you know digital being you know social media being such an issue for people um is because we 
weren't educated like you think our parents were educated on this yeah. this is new for yep. them bro they you uh, have you ever asked your parents hey what did you think the world was going to be growing you know like did you, you ever ask, you know did you ever get that perspective from them like did you think we'd have this or did you think we'd be in the jetsons era by now you know yeah you we we spoke about it a little bit because i i, I said mm-hmm. That one one of the things I say to a lot of people is that you think parents know what the fuck they're doing right now. Of course they don't because they're experiencing the internet at the same time I am. They don't <laughs> know how to raise children because they've never had to raise children in this time. The people who taught them how to raise children were alive when they still needed to use ice boxes, not refrigerators. We don't know how to raise our children anymore because life is moving too quickly. You know? My mother, my grandmother was born in 1920. Her mother was born in like 18 something. So like I, I, I asked my mom or I asked my dad, I'm like, dad, how much, you know, information kind of is relevant still today? And my dad goes, I mean, minus like principles, values, ethics, morals, like a lot of this stuff kind of is like, I was like, my, it's like she grew up in a feudal Korea that was like J- Japanese run. Yeah. What, what did my what did my grandmother know? Like my grandmother knew Japanese stuff. Yeah, it's she a whole different story people. for you. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and, and that's what I'm saying. Like, and that's why, like, I I would catch myself like, kind of being, mom, you don't know how to do this on your phone. And then I'm <laughs> like, well, no, no shit, Sherlock. She, yeah. she she ain't never seen an iPhone like this before in her life. High quality pictures like this, she didn't even get that on a regular camera. You know what I mean? Like, so. It, it, it's wild, you know, and my great grandmother, what she was for sure during like feudal Korea, like I'm, I'm talking still on horses, they got a king. That's where they, you know, like, so it's not that far from them. We're not yeah. that far behind, you know, we're, we're, not. we're only, it, we're not. And that's what I'm saying. Time and technology is moving so exponentially that we don't like, like I was born 24 years ago mm-hmm. and I've already experienced what it's like to live through like nine generations. A generation back then used to be every like twelve years. Now a generation is like every four years. My father's yeah. in the education system. Like, oh man! And and he's like, man, these kids are change like they're changing generations quicker and quicker because things are are so different, and that creates separation. It's a whole oh weird yeah thing, dude. I mean, again, like look at the difference. So <clears throat> I would say, <clears throat> excuse me between my brother who's about five years older and so like his group of friends and and like me i would say for the most part we think very much similar but then you take you know like for an example one of my one of my colleagues you know the startup we are we're kind of we're very different people if that makes sense like what we view society in the world is vastly different just five years apart you know what i mean yeah. So like, you know, in the eighties and the nineties, they were trying to make mo- offices very modern with modern furniture. I was I was telling my buddy this today. This is that modern society people were visioning. Obviously, we don't have like you know rocket ships and the the Jetsons or whatever you know flying cars. But this is right now. Like, if you look at how shitty times were, I mean, again, hundred years ago. As much as you know, we probably would have liked it to live back. We would have liked to live back then. We definitely would have hated it and wanted to live 100 years forward, you know? Like, this is good times. Yeah. This how, is that modern good how time. How shitty is saying. it? How shitty is it that you have to look at yourself in the mirror 
you know, wearing your the shoes you have holes in and with the $100,000 uh, student debt you have for a job that you'll never get and you have to say, we made it, you know? Yeah, I mean, I mean, but like th- th- this is kind of like where modern society is. It's funny. Got to it's you. because we have we have so much excess that we don't like. Okay, here's one of the, and, and and kind of shame on me for for using such like stupid examples like the college debt and holes in the shoes thing, but <laughs> um, a, a quick comment on that is I had I, I always bring up this this point is that one of the reasons why we're so upset right now about you know our future is because we've all been taught to go to college. And because we've all been taught to go to college, that market is saturated and almost none of us could find jobs because the jobs are either already filled or they don't exist anymore. So, like, okay, my friend went to Florida to be a marine biologist and he had to leave Florida because there was no marine biology jobs in Florida. Like, it's he, like <laughs> it just doesn't – this world's crazy. So, one of the reasons is because there's so, so much abundance of opportunity – that there's less oper- uh, less abundance of chance. You know, am I making sense? Yeah, no, no, you are. I mean, this is why you have people wanting. Like, this is why, like, you've got a big percentage of the population who are like, I don't want to go to college. I'd rather be go like a TikTok creator. You know, I'd rather be a creator or something, or I'd rather go start my econ business, or I'd rather go into the Web three space. You know, the, this is why. This is why these things kind of blew up. This is why. Um. I mean, th- this is inevitably where we were going to go. You know, you have to, as, as soon as, like, I think my my brother, his year, like, he graduated in, like, 2012, you know? So they were really still feeling the effects of the recession still at this point. Like, it, like, like it was now getting, you know, somewhat decent, mm-hmm. you know? And, and they were still not, I think, half, 50% of his class, and he graduated from a top 40 university, was jobless. Yeah, you know, type of stuff. It was messed up. This was bound to happen. You know, like as soon as the opportunity opened itself up, like a Twitch platform came out, bam, done. Like it, it, it's going. Like it, like it was bound to happen, man. Like there's just not enough space. And even now, the TikTok, like, like, like the creator space is still getting like it's getting pretty stuffy in there. Yeah. Yeah. I'm finding so many people verified. I'm like, what do you? It doesn't mean anything what anymore. Do it doesn't mean anything anymore. I, I mean, it still kind of does, to be honest. But, but okay, yeah, well, you, yeah, you, you know, what I'm yeah, you know yeah. what I'm saying. <laughs> so, you know, I mean, again, it, again, it was bound to happen. I mean, I would say just wait. It's gonna blow up even more if this virtual, if this VR real estate actually becomes a thing. I mean, like, yeah, look, there's a company little... called EXP Realty who has. They're they're a realty firm that have their entire off, that has their entire office in a VR world. I mean that's kind of silly, right? You know, it was until I got to see like I I have a mentor who works for them, um, and he's he's gotten pretty you know he's got pretty big real estate with that, and he's into YouTube now. You know, and he was telling me he goes, you know, I thought it was stupid too until I until I didn't have to pick up the phone to go call like I he was like I'm in he's in New York and he's like I bought a property in Austin. And, you know, I just hopped onto the VR world and then I just went to a broker there. And but I have to call in. What's the difference between that and calling people? You know, don't ask me. Honestly, I'm, I'm just trying to make it sound like it's, it was cool then. It's pretty cool <laughs> is all I'm saying. That's all I'm just trying to say. It's a cool thing. Stop questioning me. On, Stop questioning. Stop doing it, Mark. Come on. You make me look like <laughs> No, no, no. But I, I, there is really no difference. It's just like, it, again, like it's just kind of immersing yourself. Like it's, it's, it's a different experience to put it 
different experience. I mean, like, go ahead. What? I'm just saying today, you know, we're just looking for ways to have different experiences, you know? So like, that's all I'm saying. Like, you know, yeah, you could pick up the phone, but you know, you could just go into the VR world, you know, do it that way. I mean, I, if I had a choice, I I would, I would abstain from the VR world just because I think phone is easier. I, you know, instead of putting goggles on. Same. Right. I don't know. I feel like that's the other thing where it's like, again, we have so much excess, right? That we, this is like, it's overdone. It's like, if you're if you want to like wear a dress, go oh, you look really pretty. But then like you put glitter in your hair, it's like all right, I'm you have to do that. I feel like a dress is the phone, VR is the glitter. It's like why are you being uh, so extra? I, I see what you're saying. Yeah, yeah. It's I so see. it's but, so extra. But, but like I said, spaces are getting cluttered. Things are getting more competitive. People are just thinking differently. I mean, think of how many different ways you can apply for a job today think of how many different websites there are and they claim all different things that that they they can really do and help you with just think about it like that like there's so many different ways to like it's just they're just all different perspectives so it's bound to again it's getting space are getting cluttered therefore people are like well i don't want to do it like this i don't and then they start thinking outside the box and bam new way comes out you know yeah wait one second hold on so the guy's texting me um i'm gonna call you okay i'm gonna call him it's kind of cool that we kind of stuck on the uh the nft web 3 kind of shit the entire time Mm -hmm. so we're still we're still in it and we got him um (laughs) i gotta i kind of have to fix my camera so as soon as i call but um oh he said he's ready tell me if you could your call has been what? forwarded Dave, to an no, automated. <laughs> what, what the what the hell just happened? It just straight the voicemail. It's so funny. He literally said "ready" and it went straight the voicemail. <laughs> All right, wait, wait, hold on. Let me text him again. It went. To... Oh, he's calling. Okay, okay, okay. Okay, awesome. Hello, awesome. Cade. Oh, there it is. Okay, Cade, say something. It sounds can you like, hear me? Yeah, I can see you can hear you. It sounded like you were building furniture. Hi, what's going on? <laughs> so, okay, uh, let me let me brief you for a little a little bit. Keeping in mind that you are on your cell phone, so it's gonna it's gonna sound a little weird. That's okay though. Um so we were talking about, you know, web three. We were talking about NFT, we're talking you uh this is Alex, by the way. Alex, say, say hello. Hey Cade, what's going on, man? Oh, how's it going, Alex? So we were talking about um you know, virtual real estate, we were talking about, you know, virtual reality, all that kind of stuff. Our main question, yep. which might, you know, span into a few different things, is what the hell is Web3? Web3 is basically, instead of Instagram being built and you building on Instagram, building your following on Instagram, you build your own Instagram. And that's your own brand. That's your NFT. That's your NFT brand. But it's also cheating because it's still technically Web2 because you have to build it on a website. Yeah. Or you can make your own social media. But the Web3 version is that at some point in the metaverse, you buy your own estate, and now you own it. Like, it's, it's outright yours, not just in the game, kind of like where with Halo. If you buy a gun or whatever in Halo, and then Halo shuts down, you have no access to your gun. But if you own the gun, you have access to it outside of the game, outside of everything, because you have access to the key, and, like, you own it, you know? So, so yeah. let me get, let me wrap my head around it. So... I essentially make my own website, and it's 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 basically like a gallery of Mark and like his 
his, his <laughs> it's like a blog page for Mark, right? And then right, and, and so some projects have that. Not all projects. Some big projects have their own website, their own marketplace, their own everything. And so they're like essentially as close as what it gets um, as far as like what we have for ideas and technology and creativity. And then in the open quote, end quote, metaverse, if someone wants to come over, they go to my virtual real estate? Probably. So what's more likely going to happen is someone's going to come in and pull a Web 2 and a Web 3 and take over like meta, like, uh, like Mark Zuckerberg's trying to do with Facebook. So they would own the whole metaverse and everyone would build inside of it. So the difference is, the, only, the main difference is even if that happens, you would still own the rights. It wouldn't be you building on Facebook. If Facebook shuts down, you're screwed. You'd still have access to all your shit. You'd still have your own means of communication. Everyone's assets would still be in their own wallets separately. So then, so it's, it's, yeah. who owns the servers that Web3 is on? Right. Well, right now, it's still fucking, I mean, everything's still, there's no such thing as Web3 yet. Okay. But right so, now, it's, it's still owned by whoever has, like, ownership of the website. Gotcha. And that, so, so, but, so, like, right now, it doesn't exist, but in the, in, once it starts, you know, getting up there, we're kind of at the mercy of the server owners though, right? Oh yeah. I mean, when, when people say it's, it's web three, it's web three, it's, it's all decentralized. It's like, no, I mean, it's like, it's more like a buzzword, but I mean, it's more of like the idea and the concept, but the, the idea of a real web three is going to be more of like web two morphed into something that's a little bit more hands-off and a little bit more uh, decentralized. But I mean, I feel like web two is more, more so a, uh, what's the word looking for? It's more of an, a concept, if that's the word, like a mentality. It's like we're not going to be able to break the Web 2 mentality because that's just all we know. Um, um, and I think Web 3 will be kind of just the next level of, of Web 2. So I don't know. I've always thought it's going to stay a more like an upgraded version of Web 2 and we just call it Web 3 or something. I'm sure it'll be a different like, name in five years. But. But like Web 2, 2.5, like two and a half, Web 2.5 type of thing. Is that what you're? Yeah, and at some point, thinking? at some point, when we're running around like full on avatar mode, like we'll we'll just say, okay, we're Web three, but I mean, we're not even we're not even close to that kind of thing. I don't think. So go ahead, Alex. Go ahead. Well, so, sorry to interrupt. Yeah, like the reason why, like it, it just the question I had asked Mark was essentially like, is web is this whole wave of like Web three essentially like um i'm not obviously the internet revolutionized the world this is not what i'm saying i'm just saying that whole kickback of people you know that were so cautious of the internet like it is is web3 kind of like that next i want to say like just kind of like the next gimmick you, you know like, like you, you know <laughs> what i'm saying um be, because like the way i look at it you know it, it just seems like web2 you know people like um, you know, like, ah, like, you know, you're just limited now. Like you can make, you can create your own emojis and stuff, but like, you know, you're, you're limited still and, and you don't technically own the emojis and things like that. So like, to me, it just looked like somebody wanted to actually be able to just have their own digital assets. And we're like, I'd like to own it. And you know, like that, that's how I look at it. Like, I just don't look at it as like something crazy, you know, cause like I have friends who look at it like, this is it. And I'm like, <laughs> oh my friend i don't know if this is it <laughs> you know it's no, just, I, it's just I think it's an exaggerated version i think i think when people say this is the future i just think it's the technology underlying it like the main so the main, main difference here with web 3 is uh as far as like how mark said everything's owned on the server it'll be sort of a blockchain instead of a server of websites where you can track everything so there's no such thing as cheap there's no such thing as taking funding 
like politicians do. There's no such thing as taking funding from some random account because it's public. Like, there's no way to hide it. You know, those two people, two 20-year-olds just got caught in California because people reported it. And some attorney was like, fuck it, we shouldn't go after them. And they were like, it was literally the easiest thing of all time. They're like, you just go to their wallet and you fucking go back in time and see where they got money from. And they were like, uh-huh. we tracked them in like five minutes. And it was ridiculous. And so uh, as far so- as Web3, it's, it's like, it's permissionless. No one will be able to, Anyone can have access to it. Anyone can see where the where the stuff's coming from. Everything's stored in the blockchain. So that's the main bit, and that's why the underlying technology under it is where everyone, all the people who know what they're talking about are excited about. The people who are talking about monkey pictures being the being of the end and like the next big thing are idiots. But uh, I mean, that's that's the main bit here. It's the technology of blockchain that people are really excited about. That's the real concept of, of Web three. We're just not there yet to where we can really see what that's going to be yet. So is everyone in this if, if this goes the way way it's planned, everyone will see every single like purchase you make and decision you make that's on the blockchain. Like there's no way around that. If you're public, so if you're trying to be a public company, then yeah, there's there's gonna be no way to hold it because they're gonna charge their NFTs or you're gonna like buy something from their website and it, it goes to uh, an account and so you'll be able to see there's no way to see there's no way to like hide a transaction going in and out of that account. So if you're a public account, at least, yeah. But if you're some random kid and you want to be private, like you easily can. If no one just knows that it's you, then it'll just be a string of numbers, and so no one will really know. Right. So yeah, they don't. They can't identify you from from your actual your public key. Well, I'm sorry. If they know your public key, like yeah. this is yeah. this person, then they can link you. But other than that, it's just a bunch of numbers and uh, letters, and you know. But what numbers. about like IP addresses? Like that's not a thing anymore. Like they can't. No one can track you. Oh, I'm sure there are ways. If you're a yeah. fucking professional hacker, I'm sure there's a way around everything. Yeah. yeah. Um, but for the majority of people, I mean, you're not going to be hacked because you're not important. But for for certain, there's going to be not important. The whole <laughs> set of cyber security, like there's going to be a whole lot of there's going to be a whole lot of new shit, like, an entire new industry that comes, like hacking for for NFT specifically. Um, but also the uh, oh, what was I going to say? Um, shit, I don't even know. I, I was probably going somewhere. I don't even know. Well, why do you? Why would you say? Because I get like mixed messaging from government. Why would you say they're against it? Because it looks like they're against it. Who the, the government? The gov- yeah, they, they always say like, "Don't do the cryptos and all this." Like they always say they don't like, understand it. No, they're, they're not. Against, they're they're trying to regulate it right now, which is great. They're like, "We don't understand this shit. We need to understand this." And so, so I feel like it all takes- the people that would benefit most from this technology is government. Well, maybe. I mean, in some ways, yeah. And then in some ways, no, because, I mean, lots of important people take money from places they shouldn't be taking money from. And so they're not going to do that anymore. Oh, yeah, I see. I see. You're right. Well, okay. So, so, yes. In um, in terms of transparency um, with between us and the government, it's great for us. But in terms of uh, them being able to spy on us, it's not too great. That's that's I guess that's the thing. Yeah, and and there's a couple of videos I can pull up that are like two minutes long that Gary V explains some concepts like stupid. Well, it's ridiculous, but his, I mean another big concept is the idea that it's not going to be some big thing in like NFTs. This this whole wave will fade. That's why I'm going. That's why I'm uploading like three times a day on YouTube because I know it'll fade as far as like the like the the hype around stupid pictures and stuff like that. And yeah. eventually it'll just become a little bit more normal um, in the same way that crypto is becoming like, it's like, oh, we, we offer Bitcoin and no one gives a shit. Like at the ATM, like, oh, we offer Bitcoin. Be like, whatever. Um, it'll be something like that, but it'll be the, the technology that people 
use, you know, like at the, at the restaurant or at a show or something, you'll just have an NFT ticket, which you can buy, but then you can also resell it, which is what everyone's excited about. Cause once you buy the NFT and uh, it's on the blockchain officially, cause you bought it in that it can't go away. There's no way to delete it. The blockchain can't delete it. So you either burn it by sending it to some random ass wallet that doesn't exist or you resell it. And so that's what everyone's excited about because Gary Vee just released his VCon tickets, which is his big conference. Mm-hmm. And he was like, you get these for free if you hold my NFT, which you can resell this one. They're going for like three ETH. So you can either resell it or you can go and then resell it right after for someone who wants to go next year. And so that, that's a concept that people are excited about. Um, mm-hmm. And so, yeah, I mean, I'm not sure how it's going to work, but th- those are just ideas that people are throwing out. But yeah. Do you have a, cause I have one, I have one more question, Alex, but do you have something before I ask it? No, go ahead. Go ahead. So, my other thing is everyone is so gung ho on NFTs, which go for it. Like I don't like, do whatever you want. And then I know you in the past, Cade, have told I don't know if you told me directly, but you said like you will. You might say you don't want to now, but you will want to own NFTs. I don't want to own the products that they that come out now. Like I don't buy video games. I don't buy new clothes. The only things I buy is for utility. Um, like I, yes. I needed, and I know that's going to be an argument you use, right? But, um, I bought a camera, like I needed a camera. I brought, um, the podcast, I needed that, but I don't, I don't buy things for fun. So other than me buying like an airplane ticket, that's an NFT. Do you realistically see people like me actually enjoying NFTs like for pleasure? Um, it's a... Maybe, I mean, maybe it, it depends, you know, it depends when, when it shows up, if there's something that catches your eye and a, a lot of people with NFTs, they don't get it and then they'll buy one and then they'll get a little bit emotionally attached to it and they'll find another one they kind of like and they'll buy it and they'll get a little bit emotionally attached to it. The next thing you know, they get 25 NFTs in their wallet. <laughs> That's what happens yeah. with a lot of people. But I mean, right now the, the focus is collect. I mean, Gary said this perfectly. He said that right now we have collectible with a hint of utility. He goes, eventually it'll be utility with a hint of collectability. What's the utility? The, I mean, utility, whatever it is, you know, for companies mainly, it'll be something very practical. Um, but then they'll add a, a collectible value. Like, for example, I just did a, a review on this project called Mythos, and it's made by Hector Finance, which is a crypto coin. And they're a total cryptocurrency, like, brand coin thing. So they do their own thing, and they're like, we want to just introduce NFTs. We fucking, like, Greek mythology so we're just going to make a greek mythology card game nft and if you buy it then you get special access to like our coin stuff and, and all these like coin graphs and all this shit and that's where it's like that project is mainly you buy for utility and there's another one with mental health so if you buy this nft you get once every two weeks free uh therapy session from this like world-renowned therapist person's on board that or whatever sounds really dystopian but i understand <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. that's, that's, that's the goal and right now none of them are working right none, none of them really yeah. work they're all it's like if you want to so, get mental uh health care you better buy a picture of a dog it's just funny. well in their way it's a membership card they're like you could do this or you could just go like a normal route they're like but if you want to participate mm-hmm. in this NFT, yeah. here's the utility that comes with it Right now, everyone's struggling. There's no, there's like no creativity in this space. So for a lot of people, it sucks. Yeah, um, it, it but more, for every for every ten thousand that suck, there's like one that's decent. And honestly, like none of them really are even that good right now. It's just uh, right mm-hmm. now it's a gold rush of people trying to find the coolest pictures. And mm-hmm. right now, the only thing that people are caring about is trying to find the next Marvel. Um, and realistically, it, it may not even be any of the ones that are out right now. Well, so we said we gotta we gotta but, find a way to sell the shovels during the gold gold rush, you know. That, that's exactly right, dude. And I'm, I'm making mm-hmm. those videos, and they fucking work, and it's great, you know. 
I'm just like, I don't, I don't want to be an NFT YouTuber either. Like I've said it in my, on my channel. I, I watched said, that. Um, yeah, I saw that. Yeah, yeah mm-hmm. I'm not trying to be an NFT YouTuber. I'm not, I'm not here to give you money. I'm not here to earn you whitelist spots for a stupid NFT project that's going to make you lose money anyway. I'm here to be an entertainer. I'm like, I'm making YouTube, I'm making NFTs entertaining. So I take any concept and I flip it on its head and I make it into a stupid YouTube video. And almost, I mean, some videos are centered around money um, or maybe that's like the central part that I'm going around, but it's based around entertainment and keeping it entertaining so that I survive no matter what happens with NFTs. Understood. Yeah, Mark. <clears throat> Mark yeah, one of the things that I, um, I, I really, I distinctly remember, is, uh, this is something that Gary Vee said, which was about like, um, eventually we're not right now you know nfts are essentially and it's an extension of that person that that the creator you know it, it's yeah. you know a guy like tory lanes you know selling his nfts you know right now this is for those creators sooner or later as that wave dies down and you, you'll get businesses looking at it that's where the utility for guys like you'll find value in it that there you know if, if you are a frequent flyer hey man you you could be one of that select you know 10,000 that got the NFT. So and as these a, guys, that well, yeah, I'm just saying like, that, look, just like how Cade said, there is, there hasn't been creativity in it because especially because like businesses haven't gotten really into it, you know, like imagine, imagine <clears throat> right now you've got, okay, Starbucks, who, who, you, who do you think has like the strongest loyalty program or customers, like returning customers, Starbucks? Um, Starbucks. Sure, Starbucks, yeah, right? Starbucks. Starbucks, right? Imagine if they release an NFT, basically saying like NFT is for those who are the most gung ho, especially right now, like, like right now with the use cases, these are the ones who want to be the most, like the closest to the, to the the company or to the business. So like, that's what it is right now. But eventually as that group buys all those NFTs and then you're left with like, you know, I don't drink Starbucks coffee every day. So I'm a once a weeker, they'll release an NFT for once a weekers, bro. For those who want to get that one coffee once a week, they'll just say, screw it, dude. Forget the loyalty programs. These points are dumb. Go buy the NFT. Because yeah. yep. instead of them spending 20 bucks, 10 bucks, 5 bucks, and then bill accumulating, you basically just told the person up front, pay up 5 Gs, and you, you can get this for life. But for, for, for Starbucks, that's five grand capital they just got in and, and, and expand it, you know, a million across the globe, two million, and, five million. And they million can resell it. And they can and resell they can res- that NFT. So and they can resell it. So, so now, now you, so now, so now you really, now you got the utility, you got the foundation, and now they just have to start doing is throwing promos at it. Hey, if you exactly. are the once a weeker that gets this, that gets the, you know, the Pike Roast from Starbucks, great. We've got the new special edition Pike Roast anniversary blend. Yeah, and, and then you get access you can- to certain special drinks that yeah. aren't available on the menu unless you have the NFT kind of thing like yeah. that. Or you get a special cup because you have this membership. And imagine right, right. how many people would sell it right there for a little bit more because that special anniversary blend is coming out. And yep. they mar- and then Starbucks marketed the F out of it. So now you got all the people who are like, hey, I could sell this for like eight beats now. I can flip I it now. Under- you get what I'm saying? Yeah, I understand everything both of you guys are saying. 100%. I, honestly, it sounds like um, some guy – Okay, I, I don't mean to be offensive. I don't mean to be offensive at all, but it sounds like some guy found a way to make millions of dollars off of idiots because to me, I don't give a shit about any of what you just said. All I know is it works. But I don't give I don't give yeah. a, I don't give yeah. a shit about it, right? 
Do you have a Best Buy credit card? Unless you're a Starbucks gun ho like Starbucks person, yeah, of course not. Well, well, I, Mark, I only have, have I only have one credit card, and I and I use it. It's an Amazon credit card. And the only thing I use it for is my Amazon Prime account. I've never used a credit card in my life. So yeah. imagine well, Mark, Amazon just something that it. may change in the future is the adoption of it. When more people are doing it, it gets easier to make that to make that transition. Right now, the hint of utility. Yeah works because no one actually cares about the utility right now mm -hmm. since we're still in the gold rush for probably another year it's not about the utility the utility is a buzzword even if it's good utility it's still a buzzword people only care about flipping the nft so currently there is no mm. market for real utility because people don't give a shit they want the one that's going to blow up tomorrow so they can flip it and do yeah. another one because it's a casino it's like it's literally a yeah. slot machine they make money and as soon as they get the money they throw it right back in the slot machine and make more money and there's other ways. I mean, God. there's another market, which is the art market. The art market's huge right now. And I've yeah. bought, I've spent ten thousand dollars probably on, on art NFTs. That Jesus Christ, I mean, I, I mean, yeah, it'd be cool if they blew up one day and if they were worth a million dollars. But also, it's a way to show support. It's just another way to sell their art that I don't have to like drive to their fucking hometown and like buy it at a art exhibit. Oh, yeah. Like I'll never meet them. They get to post content about it. I get to connect with them as a as a content creator, maybe or as an artist who's making videos about it or sharing what they love about it and I can buy the rights to that NFT and maybe they'll send it to me in real life. Like a lot of my artists have sent me the real piece. And so that's one way they, they've bridged the gap, I guess, like people always say. You know, and, and I'll, we'll go back to what you were saying, Alex. I know you were experimenting with uh, my brain, but the, uh, you know, when you say, okay, first I wanted to ask, uh, when you said there's no creativity in the market right now, I, I wanted to get a clarification for that. But before I do, um, when people, when you say you buy the art, I, I get that. Yeah, sure, go buy the art. And when and everyone says like, "Oh, I'll just screenshot the art," now I have it too. I understand you guys all make fun of people like that, but I, I also have never seen an artist I like so much that I actually wanted the real painting that he painted. I'd rather have a screenshot of it and put it on my uh, uh, slideshow on my computer. I have sixteen well, Mark, hours. The, only, the, the difference is you owning it, which you won't be able to understand until you own one. Well, I don't want You're to. You're not gonna it. be able to understand what. Well, that's what I'm saying. Like, until you do, because there will be a time where you do, because everyone else will have one. And you'll just say, fuck, I'm no. just going to buy one to see what it's about. I've never you know, been that way. Me. I've never wanted you Nikes. That. I've no, never... everyone says that. I said the same shit. Have you ever collected anything? No, I've never. I've never collected okay, well, anything. Okay, well, you're the 1%, Mark. <laughs> and I promise you, the only thing I collect are the books I read. That's the only thing I collect. Otherwise, I don't collect anything. Anything. Yeah. No, but 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 that's that's what I'm talking about is right now, that that creativity hasn't gotten there but i'm saying like amazon could and, and i don't know if they would but you know amazon could one day say yeah we're releasing the prime nft yeah and and maybe maybe the they prime support NFT. podcasters or something you know you know what i mean like at one point somebody's gonna wiggle like that kind of nft in front of you where it's like i really could use that yeah. you know, like and, it could yes. be maybe that's what i'm saying what, right now though. maybe that's what cade's saying though because because yeah. if there's a if there's an actual utility that you know I could actually use it for something, I get it. But if it's strictly on collectibles, it, it's not for me. Like I, you know the new Halo game that came out, I stopped mm -hmm. playing that game after maybe like six hours of gameplay because the only way you could actually uh, get new skins is by using buying them with real world money instead of earning them in game. That's not worth it to me. I haven't touched the game since that game killed itself because it, it made me use real world money for an nft essentially like i don't care enough yeah. you know yeah, yeah i see what you're care, saying you know like it matter it matters if, it matters if you care to do it and also mm -hmm. with the artists you know how you just said it matters to the artist like for me like when i when i sell nfts like it kind of matters who buy it like if, if fucking 
I don't know, fucking some random ass famous sports person bought my NFT. That's lit for me, you know, to know that they own my NFT, they pick my NFT That's to cool. buy. That is cool. In the real world setting, they would never in a million years be able to have bought my NFT, my, my art, because they wouldn't have seen it. The NFT and the blockchain gives people access to that, and anyone can see it. You have a public wallet a lot of times, or you have a public collection, yeah. and anyone can. It's kind of like it's almost like TikTok, but for for selling stuff. And also, the resale value is huge. That is for more practical people, the resale value is the way I go to explain it. Because like you said, like there's no reason I buy this. Like, well, you could buy this NFT that gives you great utility. You could try it out. You might love it. And then after a couple of years, you're like, oh, I don't really need this. You can resell to some kid who needs it, and then they got all your money back, basically. Maybe even went up in value. Um, and so, you know, there's different different ways that people try and do that. Sometimes they'll go through burning or the, the company will buy back some and burn them so that there's less supply. Um, or people will take it off the blockchain and just hold it forever and forget about it. And so more taken off the blockchain. So now, like with a lot of NFT projects, there's only like 2% for a lot of projects that are actually listed. So out of 10,000, there's like there's like 50 that are listed. And so the supply is really limited. And so some of those projects will blow up. Because people are like, fuck, we all want it. And there's only 50. And so people can kind of control the price. But the resale value is where I go to for people who want more of a practical answer, who don't care about the collectability. Hmm. Oh, what a fucking world, man. What a fucking world. I, it's um... going to take you, Mark, it's going to take you getting into the world to really grasp what it means. Until you are in there, you're not going to grasp exactly what it means. Because even if you own one that you don't care about, you just need one in your wallet to get to do the process and see it. It's not really going to make sense. Like for me, I didn't understand NFTs. The second I bought one, I was like, it like oh, it's kind of like taking answer for the first time. You're like, oh fuck, okay. I really, I now really I see what do. Talking about. I really do believe, though. I understand it, but I also really do believe I don't care, and I don't mean that in in, in, in a mean way. Like, yeah, I like before. I was going to say before, and and we're gonna um, we're gonna move on in a little bit, but a couple more things. The I have 16 hours that it changes every single minute. I have, and I know none of them are worth any money. That's not the point. I have 16 hours of photos on my computer that just cycle through all day. And some of those things I could have commissioned. I could have bought real money for it, but none of them I did. I just stole from the internet because I like the way it looks. So I, will, I don't think I'll ever buy an, an art project. However, you were saying, oh, but if you like the artist, not about the art project, Mark. It's about you supporting the artist because – because you like what the artists are doing and you want to support them and, and you want to be in their culture. I've mm. never I've never wanted that from any creator in my life. I don't care. Neither, neither have I. Right? Neither, right. neither have I. And I've so, never wanted to buy art. Okay, I've never wanted to buy art, right? And the only way I can see – and listen, God strike me – no, don't strike me down if I'm wrong because I'm probably going to end up being wrong. But I'm okay with being wrong about this, with being wrong about the way I feel about it. But I feel like the only way I can see myself realistic, be, realistically being into NFTs at all – or anything in the, like this is if I need to sell them to own my own physical house. Like if I need to purchase food and there's no other way to do it, then I'll be yeah. into it. And well, here, that, here's what yeah. I'll say to that, Mark. Okay. It, it's going to, there in a few years, NFT will not be this little NFT subject that's shoved in the I'm corner. Sure that, right. I'm sure you're right. That people, yeah. So the, what I mean there is that it'll just be more, it won't be this NFT thing. It'll just be like, there probably wouldn't even be called it. It'd just be called nothing. It'll just be what the technology. It'd be more the technology that changes. Just blockchain or whatever. And the way people right? use that. Yeah, it'll be. It'll be the people are just using blockchain. Just using blockchain. So when you buy anything, it's just it's technically an NFT because you bought it on the blockchain, so you own the rights to it. So you just have a little bit more power over everything you own. And in that sense, that it's just going to be like whatever you buy, you're going to be like, oh, I bought this thing, but it's not going to be like, oh, I bought this NFT. You're just going to be like, oh, I bought this fucking. 
I don't know, whatever. You, you know, know what membership. You, need to do? you know what you need to do, Cade? We're gonna we're gonna we're gonna end the call in a second, but you know what you need to do? Um, not uh, only do I want you to shout out your YouTube channels, but you need to <laughs> once a week uh, pull up one single question someone like me would have and make like a five minute video on it and like do like bro, uh, dude, that's actually crazy. You said that someone uh, it was Gary. It was his video. He was like, you guys need to start making videos where you start screenshotting comments that yeah. are good video topics. And I was like, that's yeah. a great idea. So that's funny that you said that. Yeah, like dude, sat- no, go ahead, Alex. no, I'm just saying you, you should because like a guy like me, like I love. I'm like more than open-minded about it, but like, you know, of course, I, again, like I, maybe I don't care enough about it where I'm not setting aside time no, to look into it, but like, it's okay. yeah, but you know, if a, if a guy like you is doing that, that'd be awesome. Yeah, yeah. No, but if a guy like you, you know, is posting about it, oh yeah, then, then it'd be easy for me to digest it at that point. Like me listening yeah. to you talk yeah. about it just now, that was, I was like, oh, so I was kind of 50% there. You know, you kind of completed the other 50% of it, you know, when you explain more of it. So you know, you yeah, you definitely should. It's a good idea. So one good more idea. thing, and then we're and then we're gonna hang up on you. Um, yeah, are we doing the podcast today? By the way, like, is that happening right after this, or are we doing another time? We're, you're on the podcast right now, kid. Yeah. Fuck off. Wait, this is the podcast right now? Yeah, we've been recording this whole time. What the fuck? I gotta put my camera on. <laughs> <laughs> we've been recording the whole time. Listen, yeah. listen. We're gonna hang up in a second, but one more thing. Um, yeah. Is. Other than watching your YouTube channel, where would uh, people start? Um, other than my YouTube channel, to start watching me or to watch to learn to, to learn and get into the the, the culture. Um, I'll probably start. I'll probably go with Gary V and have him explain general concepts of NFTs and just type in Gary V NFTs and watch two or three podcasts long form about him just blabber about it and then listen to long form content about it to where you can just kind of get acclimated inside of a conversation and feel part of it because people are going to be in there asking general questions that you're going to be uh, wondering in your head too. And they'll just be kind of talking about it. And I think it's more about people getting accustomed to the idea that NFTs just are the technology underlying everything else. So, yeah. All right. Shout out your stuff and we're going to hang up. Okay. No, I fucking had no idea this was the podcast. I thought we were about to go on the podcast. No, no. (laughs) That's so funny. That's fine. Uh, yeah, yeah. So my YouTube is just Kate, uh, Kate Bergman on YouTube. And then all my social medias is just my name, but there's an extra N on the end. So Kate Bergman with an N, uh, extra N on it. So that's me everywhere, I think. So yeah, YouTube YouTube's the, be- the best place to follow me, though, because it's just the most in-depth information. All right, Kate. Thank you so much. I'll text you when we're all done yeah, here, all right? Thanks, Kate. Yeah. All right, man. Peace. Take care. Wow, huh? How about that? We got Dude, a serious that- lesson. <laughs> Dude, I wow, that kind of I, I I've actually got an appreciation for it now. I've got an appreciation that quick. For it. it only took thirty no, minutes. Well, okay, honestly, honestly, it was probably because I was explaining it, and then I was like, "Oh man, that's a pretty good use case." Oh man, that's a pretty use. Oh yeah, okay, this is cool. No, I mean, I, I'm growing an appreciation for it only because, like, as I'm getting older, I'm finding myself looking for like. Um, simple and easy benefits if that makes sense you know yeah. I, I don't want i don't want it to be too much you know like um i just got a credit card i just got like the capital one venture x uh, it's like a travel card um i did it because the current travel card the chase one is getting too expensive um but like you know just 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 simple benefits you know it's, it's too much there's too much stuff going on and i'm like i just want something simple so like i don't know i find some value in it and i find, find some appreciation towards wow. it i feel like i did before I feel like there's 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 still like I'm not totally against NFTs. I feel like there's still a, a piece of me 
that's like it's just maybe it's not clicking or i want because i know there's money to be made and i know there's like uh-huh. there's capital to be had and like like actual shit to gain from it i just i kind of wish i care like i so much work goes into this podcast shit man like, I just don't have the time, but I, I wish I, if I had, like, an editor and, like, a, a manager and a producer, I'd probably mm-hmm. do more research into the NFT stuff. But, like, I, I, I want Cade to be right only if I'm a part of it. If if I'm not a part yeah. of it, I want him to be completely wrong. <laughs> yeah. Dude, man, I feel that way. I, I got, that that's, like, the, the crypt. That's how I feel, really, about it. Like, the Bitcoin and the Ethereum, I'm like, you know, I, I bought a little bit. I'm like, yeah. I, I just hope this shit just doubles or something. Just um, yeah. fuck it. You know, like I, I hope it does now. Before I was like, let that shit tank. Let it tank. Let that shit fucking now, burn. I'm like, yo, please double, please double for me. Yeah, <laughs> you know, I um, people might laugh at me, but I have a lot of money in XRP, and I don't know if you know what that is, but I it, do not. I, I'm it's, a noob. It's another cryptocurrency that's going through a lawsuit right now. And long story short, like, there are a lot of people that have a lot of faith in it and have like real serious like saying this is this is gonna be big. And then there's the other half saying you guys are fucking idiots. So like no one knows what the fuck <laughs> they're talking about. But I'm on the side where it's like I hope it's big, you know. But I got a lot of money in it. Yeah, man, it, it's this whole space, bro. Like, well, do some research like, into XRP yeah. because it's only eighty four cents right now. So you know what? I'm I, I'm a, I'm a, there's a, one of my co one of my colleagues um the startup. He literally made it off, like made it big off like crypto. So I'm gonna ask him about it. I'm gonna be like, hey, do you know what XRP is? Are you invested? Yeah. If he is, I'm buying in. Then I'll let you know. And you gotta <laughs> tell me what he says though, because because there's two kinds of people in, in in XRP. It's either like it's totally gonna work, and here's why, and then that shit's a fad, you know. And both people have merit to to it. You know? Yeah, like, yeah. I'll the, ask him. I'll ask him about it. Yeah. The reason why people like XRP is because it's the fastest exchangeable cryptocurrency, whereas like you know Ethereum, Bitcoin, like it would. Like I don't know if like this is the right, right, right way to explain it, but it takes longer to transfer over to one of the other person, whereas XRP is like almost instantaneous. So if like if mm-hmm. one country said, "Hey, we need fee- funds for FEMA," and another country is like, "All right, we'll help you out. Here's a million dollars in XRP," and then you it's, just it's, send it's it. instantly. Yeah, you know, how, like when you are on Venmo, you can either yeah, you, yeah, it's almost instant. It's, yeah. You can do an instant transfer, but they take money away from you because it's not instant. Or you can do the one to three business days, and then that takes one to three business days. XRP, it's a click of a button. So I don't know. So that's like kind of the the idea. Anyway, this was fucking that's awesome, cool. man. This was a great episode. No, this was amazing, and and I, I need to come back because yeah, uh, so yes, much, there's so much other stuff that we need to talk about. Um, man, Web three, this stuff, this is so interesting, and we're probably going to talk about it again. I'd love to hear what Kate has to. I, I want to actually have one of those because we probably sit more on the side i probably sit in the middle like of like being about it and not being about it yeah. you know like too busy to care but like still i'm like hey, i hope it kind of well, you know what you got to do you know what you got to do so cade lives in colorado and he actually flew down mm-hmm. to record an episode with me um he's you're in jersey i'm in jersey yeah let's see okay. he's episode 46 um, okay. So if you want to see what else he has to say, keep in mind some okay. of the stuff we say is dated uh, because it was <laughs> right. three months ago. But mm-hmm. yo, the, the second you get a chance, if you ever find yourself in Jersey, let's you know, let's record one live. But I'd love to have you on again because there was a lot of shit you and I didn't get to say because there was so much. I know because yeah. we were moving on. We were just moving on. Yeah, past we were the we're going quick. I know, but we we will have to talk about like I would love to talk about you know the 
the psychological effects from like you know social media and, and like the tech 100%. that we're seeing i would love to talk about that i'd love to talk about how it's affecting people like us and then how that effect is different to the people under us and then to the effect above us i mean we can we we should i mean we're we're at this age now where like the marriage and the, and the children are that coming thing and so you know yeah. this is kind of that time because people probably are thinking about it and if they're not it will be coming up so you know definitely a lot of stuff we can talk about and um this is just an amazing time man like oh, yeah, man. this was an amazing i i really um i really enjoyed it and Cade coming on like that that was pretty fun oh that was great i, I, I didn't expect that i did not expect that today well um we're gonna we'll, let, let's finish up here and then uh once we stop uh, recording we'll do a little bit of a debrief but that's about it yeah um is there anything else is there anything else no, other than the fact that you are an awesome person oh, and I shut, need to come back. Shut the back. hell up. Shut the hell up. Other than that, I need like I'm just coming back. Like we have so much I'm, more to talk I'm about. Coming so. back. I, I I'm coming back. I don't have a choice. You're gonna hack into my system with the blockchain and come back. Yeah. Honestly, I might just annoy the hell out of you. I'm like, you should. Hey, man, you should. free this week. Hey, you free this week. Hey, you free this week. Man, what a shame that you don't live closer because it would have been great. Um, well, actually, my so my brother's a uh, my brother. He he he's a pro instructor. He, he races he races cars and he instructs people. He has a race in Jersey. I'll have to follow up with him because awesome. if that's the case, then not only will I record come into your studio to record, but then I'll bring it out and we can go to go to Hell the track. Yes. Hell yes! So, no man, I appreciate this so much. Thank you so much for like, and for for those of you who are listening, we we talk to each other like probably six seven months like that it, it's been some time. oh yeah yeah the first it's time we time, time i could find out i yeah. can tell you right fucking now we it yeah, took, yeah. actually i don't know if I, no actually i deleted that message it had to have been like six hold six on, eight on. months ago. i can check i can check i can check give, just give me two seconds i want to though because it this was such a long time coming because easton asked me so long ago and i was like yeah i'm down um let me see let me see you gotta take a look take a look because I think that was in a chat with Cade as well, I almost want to say. Definitely were. You're definitely were. Cade, Easton, and I were really tight, um, and we would we would uh, network together a lot. So. Um, oh, man. October 1st is whoa. when uh, he introduced whoa. us. That's almost, October a, 1st. almost a year ago. Yep. And then we we chatted. No, no, no. That was it. No, no. I, I You said I never hit you up. You said, hey, hit me up. Uh, whenever and then I just I, I don't you, think I hit you, you up. Never talked to me. <laughs> I just I just think I never and 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 literally that's my bad because I I I missed out on what how many months is that? Oh, so that's about like almost five months of good conversations that's and content five months? that I just missed. Oh, I totally um, miscounted. So well, it was November, November. Yeah, there you go. There you yeah, go. yeah, something like that. Yeah, like okay. five, five, four, five. Months. But the point is, I just missed out on like four or five months of like amazing content. I could yeah, it would have been great. Amazing conversations so yeah um it's never too late guys never, never too late. late yeah yeah reach out guys um all right that's about it man thank you so much and um guys oh, everyone you. listening we will see you on the next one all right peace peace